Welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name is Jeffrey Davis, and we continue to stream stories of entrepreneurship and how people are dealing with this extremely chaotic and ever-changing economy. Every week, we like to check in with Mark Furman, Director and Shareholder at Tarlow, Reed, Hart & Rogers. The segment is Entrepreneurship and the Law. Welcome back, Mark. Hello, Jeffrey. How are you doing today? Two feet on the ground. Couldn't be better. Great. (laughs) So, Mark, what's our subject today? So, I thought maybe we talk about family business transitions and the challenges of, uh, um, you know, as uh, business transitions from the older generation to the next generation in line. Well, your firm and my firm were two of the founders of the Family Business Association. So I always love those topics. And I have the FBA logo above my head. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a problem for a lot of families because people don't want to run the business the way dad ran it. So, well, that's, that's true. Um, you know, every generation is different and, uh, you know, the times they are changing as, uh, somebody once said, and, um, you know, the new generation, uh, the younger generation has their own ideas as to how to run the business. But, um, you know, a lot of um, first generation businesses, there weren't any policies or procedures. It was, uh, uh, you know, the owner just decided how things were going to work on a um, um, day-to-day basis. And as, uh, you know, the younger generation gets involved, they certainly want to implement some policies, but it does create some challenges, uh, you know, and among the issues are, you know, how, how do you deal with employees? How do you deal with employees who are family members? Um, are you going to have reviews and uh, how do you review family members? And, uh, you know, when you have a business that also involves family members, it's quite tricky. You know, it's a very different dynamic than uh, businesses that I've worked with uh, that are non-family businesses because it's just business. But when you have a family business, it's a business, but it's also the family relationships. And that creates, uh, you know, I think unique challenges uh, and great difficulties. What if you have an underperforming family member in the business? And how do you deal with that? Um, I think that that's a... uh can of worms because it's true that if brothers or sisters entered a business under dad or mom and they didn't have a job description and now mom and dad are transitioning out and then there's a new generation running the business and they now want job descriptions uh, and formal reviews. uh, It's appropriate for a business, but again, it goes against the habits and the family style. And there is a cultural clash that can go on within a family that does that. I understand why families want to do it. I mean, business is tough nowadays and they want everyone to perform. But if you're going to do that with your siblings as executives, that also goes both ways, correct? The CEO too has to have a 
job description, and performance review. Yes, and it can touch a nerve, as you know, Jeffrey. Um, you know, constructive uh, criticism, uh, goals for the coming year. Uh, those are all things that are routine in private businesses. But when you start critiquing family members about this is what you're doing well and this is where you need to improve, um, <clears throat> when you have um, the CEO also being reviewed, I mean, it, it creates, um, you know, sometimes a double standard uh, people prefer. And, uh, but if what's good for the goose is good for the gander too. So, uh, you know, as, as family businesses want to be, become more successful and be more business-like, I won't say you have to take the family out of the business, but you have to be able to talk about subjects that maybe were taboo when, uh, when the founder was in control. And, um, and, you, and to be successful, if you're gonna do that, people have to not personalize things and, and take it as, you know, it's just, you know, it's easy to personalize criticism. Uh, it's not a, it's more common for me to see families that don't have job descriptions and right. uh, it does create problems in terms of expectations and the looseness of expectations. And when you're trying to run a business, creating expectations, but it has to be across the board, not just for family, uh, for the family members, it has to be for all senior members. Uh, and does that, does that relate to signing any kind? I know the whole concept of, uh, non-competes seem to be going out the door, but what about non-solicitations? If you're gonna be doing reviews every year uh, with people, family members leave businesses too at times, I see that a lot, uh, is if you're gonna be doing a job review, you need to do it every year, a performance review every year, can you also include uh, non-solicitations with that whole package? Yes, non-solicitation of employees, non-solicitation of customers. Um, businesses should have those agreements if they have uh, those concerns. And, uh, you know, when you have these agreements, there's got to be what the law calls consideration. You know, I offer you a job and in return you, um, you have to sign a non-solicitation uh, uh, or a trade secret agreement to keep the business trade secrets, confidential. Um, but if you don't have them, which many family businesses don't, um, you know, in connection with job promotions, raises, um, you can have uh, folks enter into those. Um, and you should, you know, there's a new non-compete law in Massachusetts, uh, and non-competes are challenging now for, for businesses and um, actually not that new, but, um, but you know, 
we deal with non-solicitation agreements all the time, trade secret agreements. And um, um, I prefer that people not use forms they get off the internet because they typically are entitled non-compete agreements. You want to have non-solicitation right. agreements and non-disclosure agreements as opposed to uh, emphasizing the non-competition aspect. Um, but, you know, look, protecting customers, uh, protecting, uh, uh, you know, if, uh, a departed, a departing employee who may be a family member from uh, raiding the company, you know, raiding the customers is critically important. That's a, that's an important piece of uh, legal hygiene, I'd call it, to uh, um, because you know family conflict can lead to uh, destruction of business or at least people leaving the business with quite hurt feelings because it's not just business; it's the family, it's the emotion that comes with being a part of the family. And um, so the feelings of betrayal or being stabbed in the back, I think, are, uh, can be heightened when it's a family situation. And, you know, dealing with uh, underperforming employees is one of the great challenges for all businesses. And, but I do think the family component just makes it that much greater a challenge because people may have been coasting along with no real job description and the businesses work fine. But where we're at right now with all of the challenges businesses have, increased costs of goods, uh, inflation, the cost of money going up, the inventory shortages, from supply chain type issues. I mean, they're real challenges. We may, it wouldn't take a lot for to flip the country into a recession. And, uh, you know, so as a client used to like to say to me, um, you know, there's the three rules of business, survive, survive, and don't forget the first two rules. I mean, people, businesses, could face real challenges if the economy turns. Uh, despite your youthful appearance, Jeff, you're old enough to have been through some downturns in the economy and you've seen what it's like and you've seen how it impacts family business as well as non-family businesses. And, you know, we've gone through a period, um, you know, since the 08 crisis you know, some good economic times, but they never last forever. You know, we've, the economy has survived COVID. Um, a lot of companies got PPP money, which certainly helped them. And, uh, but now uh, you've got rising costs, shortages of inventory, all sorts of challenges, rising labor costs. And, and rising supply and demand, rising labor and not a lot of supply. Correct. 
Well, uh, you know, in summary, Mark, you know, uh, running your business means running your business, having job descriptions, performance reviews, non-solicitations. And as you do them annually at the same date, you can renew them and have all these things signed again every year. Don't leave this non-solicitation to only be signed once. Do it every year with the performance review. Renew everything and make sure that the employee understands their rules as their job changes. Uh, you know, we've been speaking with Mark Furman, Director, Shareholder at Tyler Reed Hart & Rogers, uh, about entrepreneurship and the law. Mark, if someone's looking for you, how would they find you? I can be reached either uh, by email, mfurman, F-U-R-M-A-N, at tbhr-law.com, or at 617-218-2025. Thank you very much. And for all our listeners who have been watching Mark Furman on all our social media connections. Uh, he will be back next week on Radio Entrepreneurs.